<laughs> too much inspiration okay all, all right. right welcome back it is sunday you know what it is uh welcome back to where are the webs aka the worldwide webs aka uh, keeping uh, up uh, with the webs uh, aka uh, your favorite auntie and uncle uh, 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 webs worldwide worldwide webs, webs. Uh, yeah yeah uh, 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 uh. so uh welcome back thank you all for listening to us um we it, really appreciate it mm-hmm. so you know how we start every Sunday. We start with our thank yous and our shout outs. We are here with an attitude of gratitude every Always, time. Man. Every time. Um, we got we got to Oh uh, We're going we're gonna go we're we're yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We're trying to promote in multiple areas at one time. It doesn't yeah. always work seamlessly. So the uh, yeah, that was our station. So well, <laughs> as long that, as we're talking about ways, we're talking about that. We're so promoting. where are we? All right. So where? Uh, thank you for to everybody again who liked the Facebook page. It's been uh, pretty popular. I appreciate all the people giving feedback, commenting, liking our posts on the Facebook page. Uh, if you have not already liked the Facebook page, go search "Where Are the Webs" on Facebook. We have an, our official Facebook page now, not just our personal pages. So you can find the Facebook page. Uh, we are also on Station Head again. That's what you just heard in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Going off in the background. It's like our we got like our own personal station over there. So it's iOS only at I, this time. Currently, mm-hmm. only for uh, Apple iPhone users, but we are we do have a station on Station Head. Also. Um, the YouTube channel, which I've been neglecting, but I am getting back to. All right. But we do have the YouTube channel, but. But where are you, Mr. Webb? Uh, my social Instagram, media. Instagram, yes. Yes. <laughs> Inst- my Instagram is Marcus Webb 1984. So please follow me there. I, I broke uh, a 900. So, you know. Oh, it, look it'd be, at you, Mr. Popular. It'd be great to get over a 1,000. I'm over here with like 290. We got to go to work right. on your uh, oh. Instagram page. I did join the party late. We, we'll get, I got on the Instagrams real late. We'll, we'll get you there. <laughs> anyway, but please check out, uh, follow us on Instagram. Again, mine is MarcusWeb1984. You are. I am at Psyching Out Loud. That is P S Y C H I N G Out Loud on the Instagram and on the Snapchat. I am at Love Therapy L U V T H E R A P Y. And when you search for Where the Webs on Facebook, it's W E B B apostrophe S. Don't be lazy. Type the apostrophe. Yes. Yes. Anyway, I, I think my Snapchat is Marcus Webb eight four. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. Also, the Gmail is where are the webs one at gmail dot com. Yes. Uh, thank you to everybody who's hitting up the email. Uh, we get your questions. I try to respond. Right. And we're going to talk about some of those emails that we receive in the show today. So 
Thank you. I'm trying. It is uh, <laughs> Sunday afternoon. It's been a long week. It's, it's, yeah, we didn't really go anywhere this week, but it's a lot of work this week. It was a lot this of work. A, it was a work week. Yeah, it, it really was a work week. Um, I am branching out, as you know, um, getting my own business established somewhat. And also my side gig and also uh, this was my second weekend in yoga training. So I'm tired. I'm tired a lot. <laughs> um, but what what keeps us going and everything is remembering what we're doing this for, what all this is for. Like I'm not out here trying to work all these different gigs and do whatever just because our goal is always to get free. The mission is to get free. Mission Get free. Get free. 2018. Yeah, yes. The webs are getting free. Hey, listen, we want to get free. And matter of fact, I'm going to put it out there. I want to help other people get free. Right. If there's anything I can do to help you get free, I've had some people ask, like, how do you record the podcast? I've been putting people up on, mm-hmm. you know, th- what we use to do the podcast. You don't need a whole lot of fancy equipment, a whole lot of fancy microphones. Just do it. There, We use Anchor. Yeah. It's an app. Mm-hmm. On a cell phone. Now, maybe eventually it may grow, but right now this, it's this where we are. This it. I think just um, start along those same lines. If any of you have have subscribed to us on Anchor or on um, what is it, Google Music, on Google, Apple Podcasts, Music, um, Stitcher, Radio Public, yeah, Podcast, Where, wherever, wherever you subscribe to us. Um, you may have noticed we've been putting out some mini-sodes. And yes. that's to give you... It's an experiment. Um, this it's a is work a, in progress. It is. It's a work in progress. I realized that our last mini-sode in an, epi- in an effort to keep our conversation somewhat private, I got way softer than the background noise would allow for. Yeah. So just know um, we do take your feedback seriously. We are working to give you a good quality product. But right. anyway, we're kind of like we're trying something with the taco talk. It, it's a it's an experiment, like you said. So we'll see how that goes. See if we continue to do that. But uh, what else do we want to talk about? So this week it was Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo was on a Saturday. It was yesterday. Yes. Um, first of all, let's just be honest with ourselves, okay? What is it? It has. It is a holiday that had a real purpose, and it has been Americanized, and I called it bastardized <laughs> American holiday, and an excuse for people to get together and drink yes. and act a fool in the streets. Most people don't even really know the whole meaning of Cinco de Mayo. No. It was to celebrate one battle in a certain part of Mexico. It's not even celebrated in Mexico, but we've taken it just like we took St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And hijacked it and just said you know what we're gonna drink and get belligerent i need an excuse to drink and it was yeah it was we were out so we started at uh studio which is a pretty new neighborhood bar that's the name of actually studio neighborhood bar uh but they were they had some uh drink specials so that shows you like single de mayo has been adapted you don't even have to go to just the mexican restaurant pretty much every Everybody's gonna have some type of Cinco de Mayo special. So we started out at studio. Nice people in there. Shout out to uh, DJ Nightmare, right, right, and right. Uh, yeah. Crystal, 
who was the bartender, the bartender who yeah. said she had just started uh, bartending. She said she Google stuff regularly. <laughs> Shout out to her was, though. Yeah, they were all um, super cool in there. Cool little spot. And then we went to uh, Mi Rancho downtown, which Mi was Rancho. it's an indoor outdoor place, so it's packed out, crowded out. And let me tell you, people came out in their finest mm. attire. It is, I don't know. It was a lot. It was a lot look, to take in. If you know anything about Mi Rancho, <laughs> the the Mi Rancho location downtown Augusta, you know it gets pretty crazy in there. And on Cinco de Mayo, it's just times ten. It was on a whole Any, other level. Yeah, anywhere man. you, it's it's gonna get trashy. And and I don't want to say trashy. Was, people just no. I mean people trashy drunk like that. Yeah, kind of trashy. We didn't stay there until people got trashy. They were it was messy. Just very crowded and. Uh, a lot of yeah. I like to talk about you know sometimes in certain certain events and places bring out people who aren't used to being out in public. <laughs> so that that may have been one. Like you you could tell people who aren't you don't get out much, do you? I can see it. I can tell. <laughs> yep. And there was a bunch of them in there, but they were enjoying themselves, and you have every right to enjoy yes. yourself. Have a good good and, and safe good time. time. Yep. Um, so from there we went to. We actually hit what three different spots. We went to Los Cabos, yes, which is All not. Uh, it's probably not the most popular restaurant, but it actually does have some of the best Mexican food. I know, but it's people, actually, it's it's often overlooked. Yeah, and, it's not in the best location. It's probably like a bunch of paying college students in there or something. But it was it was a good spot. Um, got some really really good food, and that was basically the end of the night. Like. Yeah, because I, you know, I got to get up in the morning. We got things to do around here, right? So that was our single to Mayo celebration. I'll probably post some videos or photos from that on our Facebook page. So make sure you go check it out. All right. So moving from there, um, I know we're we're moving around a little bit because I referenced the Taco Talk. Um, and if you listen to Taco Talk, like I said, a lot of the audio got drowned out. Um. I tend to be very soft-spoken in general, but then, especially, there's people nearby, and we're having we're having a debate of some sort. So we're going to get into this because we do we have a special guest today. We are going to try to bring our first guest back for the second time. <laughs> right, <laughs> she's back, back back for the first time. Back for the first time. <laughs> anyway, so if you if, even if you go listen to the Talk All Talk episode. If you listen to the first couple seconds, I say one of the things we were talking about was just like how a lot of things in the news, as men, is making us look bad. And like how, you know, every man, I don't care who you are, has a weakness. And a lot of us, it's women. Is it drugs? Is it money? You know, all three. All of You're the out above. here quoting the old... Well, the old Mr. West. <laughs> yeah, because I still listen. Okay, but... Yes, we all have weaknesses. So, with our guest this week, we're going to talk a little bit of. We're going to probably touch on a few different topics, but we're going to start uh, on some. So let's let's dating. let's start with. I'm going to give the little lead in here. Okay. So what happened with this conversation? The re, well, I I started recording this conversation that we were having because originally we were talking about people seeing their problems and not being able to address them or choosing to ignore them. And I said the hot word of the day is cognitive dissonance. And then it's something we all experience, but it's become more of a popular term now. You got to explain that. 
Yes. I'm I'm getting here. I'm getting here. Yeah. So cognitive dissonance is when you know better but choose not to do better is a simple way of putting it. It's like I know I need to get in shape and get healthy and lose weight and do all that, but I'm gonna leave the gym and go get these flaming hot Cheetos. True story. True story. Admit it. I'm admitting that to my sister circle that keeps me honest. Um, I left the gym feeling great and went and got some Cheetos. I was like, this is fine. It's not fine. <laughs> but we tell ourselves it's fine. So we're talking about um, even in relationships, how people see that this pattern or this thing I'm doing is not healthy. It's not good. It's not beneficial. Um, people who are sexting or sliding in other people's DMs, stuff like that. It's like, how do you reconcile doing that and being in this relationship? And Mr. Webb, to his credit, all of a sudden said, what's wrong with men? And I was proud. I was very excited in my little heart. Um, he said, he's a, he's worried I'm going to become a raging feminist. But <laughs> I was just very excited because this was a new kind of conversation. And one thing that you said is that I'm trying to find... Like in all of this, looking at men and their motives, you're trying to understand yourself as well and your younger self. Yeah, I mean, because if you listen to the episodes, if you, especially last week, you know, I'm all about just do better. So right. I'm always trying to take a step back and I look at myself and like, how can I do this better? As somebody who has not always been better, and I admit that I've done things in the past, but now just looking at how can it be better so i started talking about like at a lot of times it's always the man it's always men so that's why i said what's wrong with men and i came up with the analogy of hunters and farmers right mm -hmm. so as men break it down we are taught to hunt we are encouraged to hunt we celebrate hunting like when i say hunting i mean we you know you are Get as many as you Be can. Be around. Hey, right. listen. Go get them all. It. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As mm -hmm. many as you can. Right? So then all of a sudden, after you've been trained and encouraged your whole life by, you know, not and not even necessarily from family, because this is just, you know, hanging around, you know, as you grow up, your friends. As men, we all try to, you know, we celebrate our accomplishments. And our accomplishments most of the time are women. So, you start, you've been hunting most of your life, and then all of a sudden somebody tells you when you find someone and you're in a relationship or a marriage, all right, now you got to start being a farmer, a nurturer, and try to encourage something to grow. But guess what? You ain't never, you don't have that skill set. Mm -hmm. You're not prepared for that. So mm -hmm. how do I now become a farmer? I've been a hunter my whole life. So now here you are trying to fit this role and try to be a farmer. But guess what? Every I, you know, you are a natural hunter and that prey keeps crossing your path. And you like, man, if this was back a couple of years ago, <laughs> I promise you, I would have took you out. But right. it, it, it's difficult. And, and we were talking about this in a real open and honest way because, um, as some of you know, we have, we were together 15 years before we got married. <laughs> And that's a little unusual. It's a little different. 
<laughs> I think people do now take longer to get married, but not stay coupled necessarily yeah, that long. We we are a weird, unique <laughs> situation. So not, what we did probably doesn't work, work for, everybody. for everybody. No, no, no. Um, we did. You got you got to find your own thing. But along those lines, and uh, uh, people used to say to me, "Oh, is he holding out, or he he's making you wait, or he's not ready, or he this and that?" And I used to think it was really unfair because there were times where it was very much me. That was like, yeah. no, this is not right. This is not a good time. And, and we need to wait. But aside from that, we had a conversation after we got engaged. And Mr. Webb said, you know, I just never saw this for myself. Right. You said you said this was something that you never saw happening in your life. And it's, it was bugging you out that this is where you were, like you were engaged and going to get married. Yeah, I'm speaking for for myself. But I, I mean, I don't know. If there are other men that may agree with me, but I no man ever that I know of ever pictures what my wedding day will be like. No, I, <laughs> you, I, I don't, never, you don't lay on your stomach on the oh floor like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go buy some magazines. Oh yeah, that's that the, group. That, that's the tux for me and all my groomsmen. Are, nah, man, we don't do that. Like, in, at, I never picture yeah. what my wedding day would be like. Never, ever, never thought about it. Ever like people, even now people talk about like kids. I've gotten past the bear thing. People talk about kids. I don't know. I don't really think about it. I don't. So yeah, there aren't know. any groom groom today magazines. It's always it bride, be, bride, 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 bride. Watching it, trying to decide <laughs> what tuxedo you gonna pick out for a man. And a man looking at groom, but magazine. What we're looking at is how how that. Like the way typically, not always, right? But the way typically boys and girls are raised and become young men and young women and how this sets us up to kind of have screwed up relationships or dating. Like it sets up issues off the bat um, when you come into young adulthood and start dating. So this is our, our lead in for our guest because she is single and dating and she has seen how this plays out. Um, so we're going to give her a little call. This is a friend of mine, my friend from graduate school. So we've been friends for what? 10, is it 10 years now? Darn. Maybe. Time flies. You ready? Yeah. All right. So we're going to call her up, try to get on the phone. Boom. I'm still going to beatbox. Boots and kits and boots and kits and boots and kits and boots and kits. Hey, we got our special guest. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, we are live. We are live right now. We're ready. All right. Very so I was, I was, t well, we were saying um, how we, we gave the farmer hunter analogy, right? And right. Yeah. Um, we were saying how it sets up, like it does not set men and women up for success in dating, um, just by virtue yeah. of not being raised to be prepared for marriage or consider marriage or partnership long term, because typically teenage boys are encouraged to sp spread it around, spread your seed, like go sow your wild oats. And no, I know, <laughs> go sow your wild oats and whatnot. And um, it's not encouraged as much for girls and women. And 
just how that plays out in the adult world in terms of dating. So welcome. Yes. <laughs> welcome Thank to you. the Where Are the Web show. <laughs> so, Thanks, so we're we're yeah we're looking at how that dynamic tends to play out in dating, and some of the things that you've seen with men not making this transition well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've had that experience? What? I know, right? <laughs> Shocking. It's so rare, but it... it is. I, know. I know. It's so rare, but I've accumulated <laughs> quite a few of those. Anyway. Yeah. So, where do we want to start? Um, Just just wherever. At Where are we jumping in at? Just dating. Talk, all right. So talk, so, talk about your experience right now it, as, a, uh, as a single woman dating. What do you find are the most common issues that you run into? Um, okay. So either the guys that I tend to date, I feel like are either a little too clingy and I just thought, it's it's like the the sweet guys, the good ones seem to be a little clingy, a little desperate. They come off a little clingy, a little desperate. That's like kind of a turn off. And then like, Mm -hmm. Other guys tend to be just very standoffish, and I, you know, and I, I, you know, I respect it that people like don't want a serious relationship, but I feel like there are way too many guys who are willing to say like, "Oh yeah, I'm looking for a serious relationship when they're not." Uh, um, so that's mm-hmm. a little bit frustrating. Because <laughs> um, so, I'd rather like if somebody's not looking for a relationship, like that's okay, I'll respect it and mm-hmm. I'll move on. Um, but it's when they're like, oh yeah, no, this is what I'm totally looking for, but they're not, that's when I get frustrated. But, so just to give what I think, like if a guy says he wants a serious relationship and he really doesn't, I I think sometimes men feel like that's what I have to say to get what I actually want. Yeah, right. It's so terrible. I don't really... (laughs) I don't really want no, the serious yeah, relationship, but that's what I have to say in order to get the thing I and it's, do. And actually. it's crazy that, I mean, we're we're in our thirties. Let's let's be real. We're 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 legit in in mid thirty range. Like this is this is where we are. Right. <laughs> this is where we're at. And why is it that we feel we we can't be honest about that kind of thing. So like, why can't we be because, honest about our intention? What? Well, I mean, no, whose feelings are you trying to spare I, here? Because I'll tell you why. Because, uh-huh. because I genuinely do want a relationship, but if all a guy wants is sex, then yes. like, then, you know, I'm just going to say, okay, thanks and move on. If they, if they're honest about like, Oh no, I just want to, like, I just want sex. Then I'm going to be like, okay, well, it's nice talking to you. Bye. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, if they do the whole relationship thing and they seem genuine, they might have it in there. I don't know. That's exactly what I was about to say. The reason why I have to lie is because that's how I have. To, I, that's my way to get what I want, right? If I don't. Yeah. I mean, if I just came out and was just honest, like, yo, I'm just trying to hit it, but and be gone but, and not call you no more. And how are you going to respond? What's, but okay, what's, how how successful will I be? You'll be successful with somebody. There's somebody. There are women. There are women. Uh, I mean, it's 2018. Like, we don't have to. We're yeah. not all seeking committed relationships. There are women out there who will match up with you, and it's fine. True. Again, but as a hunter, I want as many as I can. But you got to put in much more effort. This I, is what I'm saying. Like, I, If I can come up with a way to skip all the work, 
Whatever. If telling you, That's what I, if telling you I'm interested in a relationship is going to get me there faster, is it well, though? Yes, I'm interested in a relationship. You got to do all the things then. Well, whatever. I still get. <laughs> do in, you? <laughs> I, I still I get what know. I want. You got to do all the things. I mean, if you if you play the role, then you got it. Then he has yeah. to play the the full role. But I but, and I'm sure this is part of what you'll tell us more about is that eventually if you're playing the role, your, your intentions are going to be exposed. Like the, the cracks in the armor are going to start to show, like you're going to see his true self, his true intentions at some point. Well, and as someone who's made a couple of mistakes with this, um, like, I think that when you first, when you're first dating somebody and you're first like hopeful about somebody and, all that, like, I don't, I, like, all those, like, hormones are just surging through you all the time, and you're so attracted to them, and everything's, like, happy and rose-colored glasses, and uh, you're going the, all these the new relationship energy all the time. Yes, but, like, that's the time when you really need to be thinking, my kitty, no, um, like, that's the time when you really need to be, like, thinking critically about the person and about, like, if stuff matches up, but your brain is so messed up with all this other stuff that you're really not thinking about that, and you're trying to, like, forgive things, even if you do see, um, like, you hormones. know, the crack, <laughs> you know? All the, all the, the endorphins and the, yes. the good feelings. Yes. And by the time you discover the truth... I've already gotten what I want, and I don't care anyway. You sound exactly. like you have experience exactly. in this category, Mr. Webb. No, I'm just, te- I'm just trying. <laughs> look, I'm just trying to get a man's point of view. In it. I'm I'm no, I think it. you're spot on. Like, like I, I wish that I could go back to like early relationship status and be like, oh wait, no, I did recognize some red flags early on, but everything else felt so good that I was willing to ignore it or assume the best in this person, even though it might go with telling me something else, you know. Um, I think I, the, I that I've, no, go ahead. Huh? No, go ahead. And I, I know I've personally been a little bit too willing to like believe what people say and how what they do at times. And that's, you know, something that I'm working on, but I hope I don't do again. Um, but it's definitely been a thing in the past. I'm like, oh, but he says, you know, like this is well, uh, just right. all the disgusting little things that I use to, uh, to excuse shitty behavior. You know, can we curse? Yes. Yes, we can. Um, Okay. Yeah, okay. I've been told I, I curse um, too much, but you know, go right ahead. Okay, perfect. Um, so, but yeah, like we excuse bad behavior. I think sometimes. the like, um, and I'm not saying that men can't do this too. Like I'm sure that they do, but just as a female who dates men, I guess that's my biased perspective. That men seem to be a little bit more. I I think that men are more likely to engage in those kind of behaviors, but that might be. Unfair. No, I, I think that's fair to say. We'll allow it. We we have okay. no judgment here. I think what you said in the beginning was really interesting about this split between um, guys who are way too clingy. Em- I don't know if you said emotional. I don't know if that's the word that you use. But you said very, very no. clingy. Just very clingy kind of guys. And then this other split of the asshole guys, for lack of a better term, like the complete jerks on the other end. Yeah. Um, and I guess I wasn't expecting that there would be this whole segment of super clingy guys and where that part comes from. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just nice guys who like are willing to put it out there and I read it as unattractive somehow. You know what I mean? Like that might just be my personal 
thing. I don't know. No, no. Um, it um, makes it makes me think of. So there were some conversations speaking to the the audience. There were some conversations we had off air around this topic, and you were saying there are some guys who are because of um, the attention that's been brought to sexual assault and sexual harassment allegations that there's some guys who yeah. really are very, very timid and tiptoe around. Mm-hmm. And is that what the, the clingy guy kind of is? Is it like that? Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if those necessarily go together. That was more like, that was more that I think that I, you know, cause I was dating like one person for, this whole time and then that might just be like a I I don't want to like equate that with like the clingy guy because I think I don't think that he was particularly clingy like I think he was just being nice I don't think he's a great example of that okay um I felt like he was a little bit too nervous around me and a little bit too like what can I do what can't I do but I don't I I don't equate that with the clingy thing no okay do you find more that you, that in dating you encounter, and this isn't something that we talked about, it's something you and I talked about before, um, uh-huh. was the entitled kind of guy? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of guy. Yeah. You mean, and while y'all were recording the other segment, I looked up the DJ Khaled thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's way more of a jerk than I realized. Now I understand. Like, oh. I hate him. Oh yeah, we we, we so, haven't even got to that yet. Yeah, we had we hadn't got to the to the machine that <laughs> is going to dredge yet. up everybody's yeah. questionable past, <laughs> questionable social media past. <laughs> uh, anyway, sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that you do meet certain types of guys that just assume that everything's on the table and that women should be so hungry for that, that they can get away with any kind of behavior. And I know that I've personally experienced, I I mean, I think most women who have dated, who have experienced some degree of that, um, like, this this is the example that always comes to my mind, and forgive me, this is graphic, but GQ has published two different articles throughout the years with different names, but the point is the same in both of the articles. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like, should you demand anal sex on a first date? And I'm like... (laughs) What the hell kind of entitlement is that? You know what I mean? I'm like, I, like regardless it's an article of on that. About, yes, and it's two different ones published by the same magazine. I swear. So I was trying to dig it up like years later, like as an example for something, and I was like, this isn't even the same article. This is a separate article published by the same publication. Like that, uh. it just has a degree of entitlement that I find disgusting. But right. it's apparently a popular enough thought that, like, well, if she doesn't want it, then you're such a stud, you'll find something else. You know, if you can't manipulate her into doing that on a first date, then just, like, move on to the next one who will be willing. Uh, um, so, again, come back. <laughs> Listen, if I was honest with you, hey, yeah. you wouldn't like it. If I told you, hey, this is what I need on the first date, you're not going to be open to it. So that's why I'm <laughs> right. But, but just that to what you're saying, that mentality is just so messed up that you, you think you can go in or read this article and it's like, yeah, I can just go in demanding this right off the bat. And it's 
a cool, like it's an yeah. okay thing to do when it's not even, we haven't, there's no prefacing. Like we haven't even led into this discussion. You're just going to come in and this is your intention and you're going to try to force that on somebody. Okay. Which is the vibe that I'm getting yep. from, from what you said. Um, and I, 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 I mean, thank God. I mean, I've never had anybody say that on a, right. on a date. But, uh, but, but again, um, but that, but that uh, kind of leads there. into those, those, yeah, those problematic expectations of, well, if you came to my house on a first date, then obviously right. you wanted this or you kissed me. So obviously you want me to fill you up right. or, or whatever else. Right. That kind of thing. I'm I'm watching Mr. Webb's face. You can't see it, but I'm watching his face. What is, what is his face saying? His, go I, go ahead. Vocalize it. Look, so I trying to be careful. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to be careful with this. I Oh problematic you. You Yeah, and you know what I mean I have the way I view things in the past, I'm trying to. You have to be honest with yourself. And be like, is that right? Is that not right? If you, I am, I mean, sometimes I do think. All right, why are you here then? We like, why are you here? We just hanging out. We just so. Yes, we are. But again, but if I was honest with you and I told you, look, don't come to my house. Uh, Come to my house says this. If you eat this meal, it means this. If I was just upfront from the beginning, you wouldn't like it. So I don't know. Anyway, go, so, go ahead. No, hold on. That expectation come into play. Like, exactly. Because, like, I don't, Look, that's like, that's what. I don't think that most women see it. That like I think that most women are like like at least uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll just speak for me. I'm like I can go to somebody's house and just cuddle or just make out and be okay with that and like not want it to go anywhere else. So right. like I understand that a lot of guys probably would like want to take it further than that. Right. Yeah, I mean but I understand in in, in that, that point where she's not okay with it, you gotta stop. You you can't right. immediately right. it it stops. But again, listen, right. so coming though, and not, like, I, I hate, the, the, <laughs> sometimes, listen, it, the conversation ain't that interesting. I'm not that, if I'm not that interested in getting to know you as a person, I don't care about, get, I don't care about nothing you interested in. <laughs> Why are you here? I don't but, know. But, but again, it goes back to that, that expectation and. This is what something we got into a little bit on the taco talk that was not completely heard was. And I, and I went way far back and I said, just this, this world has been set up in a way where there's this separation between men and women and the power dynamic. And that that's been established long before we came around, but now it's being called out for what it is and saying it's not right for men or women to just go in and demand because I'll, I'll be, you know, there are some women who can be just as aggressive, if not more so than men. Sometimes. And mm-hmm. right. And that doesn't but make it cute. right. It doesn't, it doesn't make it right either way. You shouldn't just be forcing past that point. Like you said, like if 
somebody says no or somebody resists, then back off. Yeah. You know, and and one we thing. We agree on that. Right. And one thing that he brought up in this conversation was some men who have um, the power and like star athletes stuff like that or they come from a wealthy family oh, yeah. um and they've always been given and catered to i'm used to getting my way so i don't know a lot of these guys if you're especially you're in a position whether it be athlete rich whatever you're used to getting your way so at a point where i'm you're telling me no they don't they're not used to hearing no so that's another issue yeah anyway. And Mr. Webb, I, I, I've known you for a long time, and I respect your views, but I, I, <laughs> I think that there's a problem with, like, like when you're saying, like, why are you here? You know, like, I, I, like A, I think that a sexual encounter can be cut off at any point. I think you agree with me on that. Like, yes. I, like I don't care if, like, you, like like if just because I kissed you a certain way or just because I wore a certain outfit or just because I came to your house or just because whatever, like it doesn't, like just because you are naked and we're making out, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen if I need to cut it off at a certain point. For, right. If anybody needs to cut it off at a certain point for any reason, I think that's always okay. Right. Um, but I think that when you, that when we're talking about stuff like, but why are you here? But why are you at the house? But why are you doing this? Like, yeah, I mean, I think that there's stuff that we can do to kind of curb that. But at the same time, when you've got the guy who's like, oh, but I want the relationship, and like, no, like, I totally understand we're not going to have sex, and blah, 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 blah. Like, like you, you want to try to trust people anyway, and then they still try to take it too far, and it's this logic of, like, but why are you here if you didn't want this? It's like, it's kind of like a, a switch, like, where we're trying to trust you, and then you're messing it up, you know? Right. I get it, um, and I agree. Right. I so, just think... Yeah. There's a problem with the mentality of and I've I've heard this a lot. The trying to get a no to turn into a yes. Yeah, I'm not. Yes, say, yes, I've yes. never said that. You I have not. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. So I don't know. I just think people have to be clear about what their intentions are from the beginning, and then. So I probably, I'm probably talking to men when I say that. Be clear with what your okay. what your intentions are. And then women, you have to be able to accept. When he tells you what he's there for, either you take it or you leave it. But you got to be okay right. with leaving it. Either right. way. Right, and if a, yeah, no, go ahead. And if a guy tells me, like, oh, okay, well, if we go back to my house tonight, like, we're going to have sex and I'm not into it, I'm going to be like, all right, well, this was fun. All right, we'll talk to you never. And, and that'll be it. But at the same, like, I don't know if I, I, like, I definitely don't feel like when I've, like, I have come out and straight up said, like, I'll hang out with you more, or I'll come to your house, or I'll make out with you, or whatever, because I'm feeling that level. Like, like I, I, like, I've said these things, but we're not going to have sex. Please don't have that expectation. Like, I've actually said that out loud, but, like, do not expect sex. That's not going to happen. And people, like, 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 Mrs. Webb just said, like, they try to turn the no into a yes. They're like, okay, but I got her to the house, so maybe she's going to change her mind on this. And I'm like, no, right. no, not changing my mind. Um, and so I, like, even times when I've been extremely specific in my intentions, um, like, it's still trying to cross the line. Right. Um, and there is, like, a very, and I, and I remember my mom telling me this, like, she was like, men will always try to 
push it for it's always right. going to be on you to control your sexual boundaries because men won't respect them it's always going to be on you to be on your best behavior it's always going to be on you to say no it's always going to be on you to be appropriate because they won't respect it and like I and I think that probably a lot. I don't. I don't know if that's like a southern thing or if that's like a southern Baptist thing. I don't know. <laughs> and and right. this is love. I don't know what your conversations with your mom were like. But like in my experience, that's been pretty true. Um, even though I, I think it's unfortunate that that's true. My my conversations with so. my mother were just don't, <laughs> just don't, <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't ever do it. And you'll be fine. Right. Just don't ever do it. Just leave leave that whole thing That's alone and don't do it. So realistic. Um, right. Right. No shade. Love you, mom. But I I like right. I like what you said and I think that's a good a good takeaway even though you said like you still had to have additional conversations, but you were saying I I have said up front like don't expect sex, don't expect that like period. And put that out there right. and, and staying by that. And it it should not be on the woman in these situations to have to do that and, and reaffirm that boundary. And we know, unfortunately, uh-huh. just given our society, a lot of times it is. But I, I think it's good to encourage to encourage anybody who's dating to, hey, say don't be afraid to say your limitations and don't be afraid to vocalize that to whoever you're out with. Right, but I know we could we yeah. could go on and on about this forever in a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, again, it's a very like sensitive issue that, that there are a lot of different views about right now, and obviously, I think a lot of people are kind of rethinking their own sexual histories and like, right? Was that you know what I mean? Like, did I like was this sexual assault and I tried to play it off or was I right. a sexual predator in some respect like a lot of people are having to rethink a lot of things right. um so that's just kind of the climate that we're in it's weird and I think it's re- it's good it's good to rethink yeah. this stuff it's kind of painful and awkward to rethink this stuff yes but I think it's a good thing overall yes, it is and and a lot of people and that's where I said the word of the day is the cognitive dissonance they try to put that off to the mm-hmm. side but and that's where I, I give you credit, Mr. Webb, for being able to look back on your younger teenage self mm-hmm. and question it and look at it and say that that was probably messed up or that's problematic or I should not have done or said those kinds of things. But I would love to have you back on the show in a future episode because there's so much more we can unpack yeah. around these things. Yes. Well, I am certainly open to that. We will discuss some topics. I know you've got to to tend to the uh, the kitties in the background. Oh, uh, sick kitty! <laughs> but I, I'm I'm oh. so glad, and we're so glad that that you took the time out of your Sunday and you put up with us and our audio issues. <laughs> yes. This has been a long time coming, and it finally happened. Yeah. Thank you for giving us another chance. Yes. Of course. Anytime. All right. Thank you. And, and you'll get, you'll get first press on this. All right. Good night. All right. Bye. Yay. All right. So yeah, first guess. (laughs) High five. We did it. (laughs) We got a guess. Hopefully that, that came through. Uh, yeah. To anybody else that wants to join in on the conversation, please send your feedback. That was just the beginning. Um, I would love to hear 
the feedback from from this conversation because yeah. it, it goes in so many different areas and so many different directions. We're talking about gender roles, gender norms. We're talking about a lot. A lot. Anyway, so uh, other thing I, we wanted to talk about talk about real quick is are we going to talk about the whole the movement, the the Me Too thing and how? Well, well, let's just let's go with your your thought about the machine because we got an email about something that Issa Rae said in a book that was problematic some years ago. It's about, I think her book came out maybe two, three years ago, something like that, 2015. So I, uh, we received an email from one of our loyal listeners. Thank you. We yes. appreciate you. Uh, about some comments that people have found that Issa Rae made about black women should uh, date Asian men because they have the same intellectual level or something like that. So, what that really created the thoughts that I had around that, not so much about that specific topic is that this whole movement of people just finding outrage and, you know, finding, you know, like things that other people have said or done that That may be incorrect. Right. So to me, the way I'm looking at it right now, it's a machine. It's a monster that needs to be fed. So you started with people who does, really deserve to be um called, put out. Up, called out you know your bill cosby Definitely. no matter what you think about it it's something to it you probably deserve it louis ck definitely de- um cosby definitely deserved it woody allen r kelly i just named list of people who Weinstein. you can't Weinstein. yeah you can all these people that have that deserved it but what i would what i want to caution people on is be careful because this thing is going to constantly need to be fed and some people are going to be consumed and have their lives and careers ruined who may not deserve it because a lot of people have been accused and then a lot of times the accusation may get uh, retracted, but guess what? You don't see that part. So, and eventually this whole thing is going to not only take take out some innocent people, it's, all, it's also going to take out some of its heroes who have been a part of this movement right so you start now you you kind of upset with Issa Rae for some comments that she made people got upset with Joy Joy Reid from CNBC for some old tweets she made against gay people now DJ Khaled oh y'all people love DJ Khaled oh he's so positive he's so positive now we been new DJ Khaled Khaled. we been new DJ Khaled and we they dug up an interview with the breakfast club from four years ago where he said he doesn't reciprocate oral sex on his wife but he expects it so now you mad at dj Khaled? if that's just the tip of the iceberg we know other (laughs) dj Khaled has had a lot of other problematic views but here you just didn't know about it so how how can we keep going back digging it up i just said be careful now there has to be like in it has to be a limit. And this all started, and I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible, but it started from an article I saw about an author named Juno Diaz. He um, wrote some books that I really like, but it was an article that said several women accused Juno Diaz of sexual abuse or something like that. I read the article. There's one woman, the first original person, accused him of forcibly kissing her, which is wrong. Okay, I agree. That's wrong. But then you got all these other people that add on to it. And their instant, their scenarios all weren't really sexual. 
but they're, you're using words like sexual and violent. But really, all he did was really embarrass you or maybe say something that you didn't really agree with. He, then I want to I want to help you here on the argument. They didn't say those other things you read weren't sexual in nature at all. Right. So but it was just one. The only thing that they cited was just this one woman that I felt like was actually sexually abused was this one woman who accused him of forcibly kissing her. But then guess you at the, the natural progression that these things take, eventually you get somebody chiming in and like that says something like this man doesn't no no university should hire him or no publisher, no publisher should want to work with him. So we went from one documented incident that possibly, you know, from her, this woman's point of view was wrong. And if it is what she said, it was, we can all agree it was wrong to so this man does not deserve to work or make a living doing what he does. All I would say is we got to be careful, be careful. The, the machine is going to start to eat its own. So you're saying that because of like people like Joy Reid and Issa Rae, who've been considered forefront for some of the like Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and um, Me, too. Me Too, yeah, and that. So these are people you view as heroes, but it, eventually you're gonna turn on them. What I'm saying is that any any of our, and I'm not excusing anybody, but if you trudged up my old original Twitter page, I probably said some messed up stuff because you're talking about me from ten years ago, and who knows what kind of. Who knows what kind of shit I was on? Like, just being clear. Who knows? Um, but if you trudge up anybody's social media history, you may find something suspect or inappropriate or whatever. And there's something to be said for growth. I'm going to be 34 this year in a couple of months. And when I was 24, who knows what I was saying or thinking about? It was probably something stupid but that's and what, reckless. But that's what they're doing. And right. it's, it's ruining people's lives. You're There's digging nothing old, for growth. Old social media, old interviews, and yeah, it could be ten years ago, and people are being, you know, lives are being. And we don't of. know. We can't say for sure whether they feel that way or not. And there is also something to be said for how many times they may have referenced this. If they referenced it more than one time, if it was like an ongoing narrative for them, if it's some ingrained belief, or if they've grown from that point. We don't know. We can't account for any of that. Um, but anyway, that's to to our uh, yeah. listener email. But yeah, to be continued. And j- just watch what happens, all right? Next thing, all right, you got your mental health moment? Yes. Let's, let's go ahead and get your mental health um, My mental health moment is playing your edge. And in my yoga practice, you're supposed to push yourself to the point of the edge. And the edge is that fine line between this is easy enough for me to do and I'm pushing myself to my limit, but just before pain and I'm hurting myself, it should not hurt. It should not, you should not injure yourself. And I think about playing your edge in life in general. This week I had to play my edge. Um, I was so busy. There was so much going on. I, I was losing energy and, and sleep and I I was really playing the edge. I had to conserve what energy I had for my work and my clients, but also try to tend to myself knowing I have lower energy and I'm not getting enough sleep or whatever else is going on. I'm not resting well. And playing the edge between this is too much and I'm just completely wiped and, you know, screwing yourself up 
and pushing the endurance. Like this is just a growth point for me and I just need to grow through it. So finding your edge and playing your edge because that's where good things can happen. In your edge in yoga, that's where you start to do that pose you didn't think you could do. That's where you stretch a little further than you did last time. In life, that's where maybe I learned this new skill I didn't think I'd be able to learn, but here it is. Maybe I'm adapting to something. So just finding and playing your edge is my mental health moment. Cool. So uh, my motivation this week, I wrote down three statements, and I just want to give them to you briefly. Uh, my first statement was rejection is redirection and protection. That's, you know, the something I thought about. Sometimes, you know, we miss out on things that we thought we should have, but really it's just pointing us in the right direction that we should go. And really, a lot of times it's a blessing that we don't get what we really want. My second one was sometimes you got to recognize, recognize those reminders along the way. I wanted to shout out to the A1 Day 1. Hey. You know, so it really... Like man, it makes it motivates me and makes me want to go harder and keep working harder when you see someone who really, you know, is you know being a part of your, something that you created. So uh shout out to the eight one day one who had their own where are the web shirt made. The hashtag. Hashtag where are the web yes. on the shirt. So advertising. It it just feels good to know people are, you know, um being you know, people are listening to the things that we are creating. And then my third statement, uh, our motto for this year, you know, starting with Mrs. Webb, but I just wanted to bring it back. Do what scares you. Sometimes your victory is on the other side of that fear. So just face it. And then, you know, the victory is probably on the other side. There you go. That's the motivation for this week. So I want to move into a review real quick. Um, first off, shout out to Young Prophet. <laughs> AKA our nephew. Yes. <laughs> Search Young Prophet on SoundCloud. He has a new uh, mixtape out called Arbitrary Fields. Yes. Um, he is at King Koi on the Instagram. That's King underscore K zero Y. Um, and it's, it's very good. I'm not going to lie for him to be 17. The production value on this is really, it's very well done. And I'm i am extremely proud. Of course, I'm biased because it's my nephew. But I will also be hard on him at the same time and give him my own critiques. He also, with this one, he chose not to curse. And I applaud him on that. Um, because, as you know, a lot of his contemporaries and peers are swearing up and down. So I, I applaud the project. I support it. Um, it has some really cool beats. He's got some pretty interesting, profound little lyrics in there mixed in. He's still growing as an artist in that way. But um, a good start. Good, it is. Good, good job, it's young a man. Solid, good job. Solid effort. You know, we appreciate you doing something positive. I also want to give a, a little review to the Childish Gambino song that came out. Um, what is it? This, this is America. This is America. So I heard the song before I saw the full visual mm -hmm. and it to me and I told Mr. Webb, I said, it sounds like a trap African beat song. I like the Afro beat. I like that. And you watch the video and it's very visceral. I mean, it's 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 so layered because there's the this is what we're doing. We're we're dancing and we're partying. We're trapping, listening to trap music, having a good time. But people are getting gunned down in the streets. Um, police brutality is 
coming up on our social media more often and it's in the news more often and there's there's so much going on and then at the end he's like get your money black man get your money like whatever's going on you have to hustle you have to work hard you have to push through and I just like where rappers in their 30s and up are going these days I support the J. Cole the more I hear about it the more excited I am about it because I like that we're trying to be more woke but I'll just say more conscious and more aware and be intentional with your impact and I like that I applaud that yeah I I am also I like the song it's a lot to it a lot in the, in the song and the video so it's uh you know I like the message so uh interested to hear what else comes from Childish Gambino that last album I know a lot of people got a lot of different things to say about it it was dope. But it, was, it was one of my favorites so I'm this always, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what else he has. Uh, what I'm not excited about, Kanye. Let's let it Don't talk about it. Yeah. Hate, you, you hate to get to the point where you see people just starting to fall down. You're like, damn. Look, we were look, all rooting for you. I That's really, how you feel. Kanye, you got to make up for what you're doing right now. The music got yeah. the music better be good, and it better not be that poopity scoop. Get out of here with so that anyway. poopity, with the poopity scoop. I want to give roses. Give our roses. Um, I'm giving my roses. This week I'm giving my roses to getting older because there's a beauty in getting older. Um, I'm starting to see more and more young women, I would say, more so than men. But young people, not even young people, they're like 27 to 28, 29. But they're, they're very anxious about turning 30. They're very unsure about turning 30. And I'm just, in my head, I'm smirking a little bit because I'm like, yo, it's, it's, you're going to be fine. Like, you got to relax. It's going to be great. Um, but seeing them at this point in their journey, and there's something so beautiful about passing 30 and moving forward. I'm looking forward to 40. I'm looking forward to every decade. Like I'm, I'm very excited to get older because there's a beauty in it and there's a confidence that comes with it and settling more into who you are and not being afraid of growth and change, at least for the more aware of us. Um, and I just, I'm giving my roses to getting older to age and growth. It's not that bad. It actually, uh, it's actually pretty good to not be young and dumb anymore. And least, insecure. Right. You know, you just, yeah, you get comfortable. This is me. And if, if you don't like it, then oh, I don't what? care. <laughs> whatever. I'm going, I'm going to be me and I'm going to do whatever makes me happy. So yeah, nothing wrong with getting older. I don't really have any roses. Uh, I just want to end it off with just saying again, go check out our Facebook shape page where are the webs on facebook um please like subscribe comment Share. tell a friend yeah tell a friend if you like if you like it tell somebody okay? and give us the uh give us the feedback where are the webs one at gmail um as we said we do read our emails and we do respond so thank you guys again for this episode um i know we're like throwing it all together but we're, we're working with our timeline we're happy to have this time with you yeah so uh until next week oh yeah yeah check us out on all social media instagram and all that see you guys